0: All right, welcome to this Faith Builders Church live stream. I'm so excited to bring the word of the Lord to you. I hope you're having an amazing week. It's Wednesday. I know you're in the middle of your week. And praise the Lord, God knows where you're at right now. And God is for you in every possible way. So I hope I can bless you tonight. I hope you just get so encouraged in who you are in Christ and get out there and make a difference for God. And I mean... Man alive, what more could you trust in than God himself? Hallelujah. He is worthy to be praised. There may be some of you out there before I get started tonight who are dealing with some illnesses, dealing with some financial distress, whatever it is that you're dealing with, some relationship problems, maybe some difficulty on your job, maybe you've lost your job. I just want to pray for you before we get started dear heavenly father i just thank you for every person that's watching this live stream right now i thank you father god that they're not here by accident they're here to receive your will for their lives and i thank you right now father god for meeting all of their needs in accordance with the wondrous riches and glory found only in jesus christ our lord And I thank you, Father God, that you continue to lead them and guide them. Heal their bodies, Lord God. Heal their finances, Lord God. Heal their relationships, Father God. Heal their businesses, Father God. Thank you, Father, for just giving them peace right now. That surpasses their own understanding. Give them the courage that they need to stand again, knowing that you have already overcome all their battles, all their obstacles. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. I hope, I hope you received whatever it was that you needed by faith. So we've been talking about coming and following Christ. And I'll tell you, when you first meet Christ, it's, it's incredible. You know, you're just like, I, I just, this is the best thing that ever happened to me. But what you don't quite realize is is that there's going to be some persecutions along the way. There's going to be some difficulties along the way as you go out and you do God's will. But I want to let you know that, you know, whether you're, you're doing it for Christ or you're still in the world and haven't made that commitment, you know, when you're doing it for Christ, you're doing it for a purpose. When you're doing it outside of Christ, there is no purpose. And whether you're doing it for you know, something other than Christ or you're doing it for Christ, if you're doing it with Christ, you're doing it for a purpose, and all the suffering that you'll ever endure will actually serve that purpose and cause you to grow and develop in who you are as a man or a woman of God. And I would just encourage you, if you don't know Christ yet, get to know Christ. It's a simple prayer. All you got to do is say, Jesus, come into my life. I'll, ha- I'll give you that opportunity to Get your life right with Christ at the end of this service. I just want to encourage you, whatever you're facing in your life, turn your heart to Jesus. Put your trust in Him. He'll never let you down. Last week I ended with a scripture, and I'll tell you, when I read that thing, I mean, something came alive in me. And I want to read it again. It's found in Romans 8, 35-39. It says, can anything at all ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean He no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? As the Scripture says, for your sake we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. So the question was, does it mean that God no longer loves you if you are experiencing bad things. The answer to that is no. In fact, despite all those things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced, I hope you're convinced in that victory, that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither our death, nor our life, nor angels, or even the demons. I'll tell you, don't fear the devil. He is a creep. He has no power whatsoever. He is less than nothing. Yeah, this is someone that was in the presence of God and denied it. I mean, there. <laughs> I'll tell you, that's, that's nobody I fear, not knowing who I am in Jesus Christ. It says, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above, nor in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all of God's creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Now, Jesus being Lord means that He's in charge of our lives the question is will we give him that right over our lives knowing that we're going through tests and trials and tribulations and still remain in the lordship of jesus christ think of the lordship of jesus christ as your little insulation bubble that you get to walk in all the days of your life so that nothing the bible says this Nothing by any means will harm you. Now you may get your feelings hurt. You know you, you may go through some some tests and trials with your health. You may you know have some physical uh, things robbed from you. God's not doing that to you. The devil's doing that to you, and you need to rebuke the devil because in the Bible it says if you rebuke the devil he'll flee from you. There's nothing that's going to separate you from the love of God. That's what that scripture says. But the question is, will we receive that love and will we walk in the Lordship of Jesus Christ? Walk in that insulating bubble, bumping into things. and Things are difficult and hard. Not get the report that you want. You're working as hard as you can. You don't see anything changing. I'm telling you, if you'll stay in this bubble where Jesus is the Lord of your life, he's going to lead and guide you in all paths of truth. He'll put you in a place that I'm telling you you never could have imagined and overcome with such incredible victory like this scripture is talking about that you'll look back and say, look what the Lord has done. Wow, I wish I would have known he was going to do that when this whole thing started. Well, the more you walk with God, the more you'll realize that he's going to continue to do those things the way he does those things which is by your faith and your corresponding action, your prayers, which availeth much. And I'm telling you, you you'll, you'll begin to realize just how powerful you are in Jesus Christ. So Let's read uh, Matthew 8, 18 through 22. It says, when Jesus saw the crowd around him, he instructed his disciples, hallelujah, they were disciples. I hope you're a disciple, <laughs> Of your pastor, if you're watching this, you don't just look at your pastor as some kind of person that, you know, meet all your little needs. Um, I hope you can become a disciple of your pastor. And it says, He instructed his disciples to cross to the other side of the lake. Doesn't sound very difficult to me whatsoever. But then one of the teachers of the religious law said to him, Teacher, I'll follow you wherever you go. But, Jesus replied, foxes. Boy, oh boy, I read that scripture already. I'm sorry about that. Well, let's read it anyway. I read it last week. It says, teacher, I'll follow you wherever you go. But Jesus replied, foxes have dens to live in and birds have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. Another of his disciples said, Lord, let me first return home and bury my father. And Jesus told him, Follow me now. Hallelujah. I didn't hit on that. That's why God put it back in here for me to read tonight. Follow me now. Not later. Not when it's convenient. Not when all your ducks are in a row. Follow me now, Jesus is calling. He's calling you with the clarion call. Follow me now. Man, the presence of God so strong right now. Follow me now, Jesus says. Yeah, but I've got this and that and the other. And Man, live, you know, I, I don't know that I could take on more. And I, you know, wow, you know, gosh, I want to serve God. But on the other hand, you know, it's, it's, it just seems like too much. And, you know, wow, you know, what if it doesn't turn out? What if, you know, uh, it, it. wow, just stop all of that for just a moment. Hear the clarion call of this entire series, which is stuck out like a sore thumb as I read that. Follow me now. Let the spiritually dead bury their own dead. But follow me now, Jesus says. Yes, I know there's a lot going on. Yes, I know that the the tests and the trials are great already. Yes, I know you're going to have to take more risk. But you know what? God is the creator of everything. He's the owner of cattle on a thousand hills. He's not going to leave you begging for bread. No, he just wants you to stretch your faith and do his will unwavering, not look at what's going on around you to say when it's all right, I'll do it. No, do it now. Follow Him now. Ephesians four twenty one through 24. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from Him, throw off your old sinful nature, the one that would just look at the problems and the circumstances and they're too great and I don't have enough and all of those kinds of things. They're all those are excuses when you know that you have faith in the finished work of Christ. Throw off your old sin nature and your formal way of living which is corrupted by lust and deception, the Bible says. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and your attitudes. What's your attitude been like lately? What have your thoughts been like lately? i tell you, the, the thoughts and the attitudes you have have been having lately are a prelude to what you're about to experience in your life. You've got to take every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. You've got to cast all your cares upon Him because He cares for you you got to do those things. Renew your thoughts and your attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God. I can't make this stuff up. I'm reading it right from the Word of God. To be created like God, truly righteous, and this next one's going to be tough for you, and holy. You are holy as he is holy, because Christ made you holy. It's hard for us to grasp. It's hard for us to realize this. But I'm here to tell you that that you are created like God, and he wants to share his glory with you. In fact, his work's already done. He just wants his glory to flow out of your life. But boy, you're going to have to stand up on your own two feet, woman of God. You're going to have to stand up on your own two feet, men of God. Not for a week, not for a month, not for a year, not for a decade, for a lifetime. Keep getting up. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Maybe someday I'll be able to share all of my shortcomings over my life someday. It won't be today. But I can only tell you, looking directly at you through this camera, that God is a real God and God will meet your needs. And I don't say that just because I've read about it. I say that because I have lived it. And I have seen the mighty hand of God move in my life and over and over and over again. I wish, somebody, I wish all of you could walk a mile in my shoes. I wish you could see the things that I've seen, not only as a Christian, but as a godly leader, fighting for the kingdom of God, not just my own life. It's, it's absolutely incredible. And God wants you to become a mighty warrior for his kingdom as well. God is not a respecter of people. He is a respecter of his word. All right. So let's read 2 Corinthians 5, 13 through 17. It says, if it seems we are crazy, and you will seem crazy to some people to do some of the things that you're going to (laughs) do, I tell you, I've walked into rooms looking at men and women of God and looking at me like I was crazy. But I tell you, when God speaks, God moves. It's that is to bring glory to God. And if we, in our right minds, and if we, in our right minds, it is for your benefit. Either way, Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Christ died for all, We also believe that we have all died to our old life. He died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves, live for the cares of this world, live for the problems that you're facing, but you'll live for him. Instead, they will live for Christ, who died and was raised for them. So we have stopped evaluating everybody around us from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know Him now. When? Now I know Christ this way. This means that everyone, everyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, and praise the Lord, the new life has begun. What is this new life? Is not just receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior and going to heaven. Don't skip all the good stuff. Man, fight the good fight for the kingdom of God when you're here. Hear the clarion call of Christ. Take the gospel of the good news to your world day by day by day. Fight that fight. No one else is here to do it. Many are called, but few are chosen for the kingdom fight that I'm talking about. But you can be chosen. You can fight that fight. You can do what God has called you to do. You can resurrect those old dead bones and begin to walk as Christ is calling you to walk, not in fear any longer. Pastor Barb taught this several weeks back, but perfect love casts out all fear. That's because love controls your life, but you've got to realize that. You've got to realize it's there. You've got to realize that love never, ever, ever ever fails you got to realize that god is love you got to realize that the love of god has been shed abroad in our hearts by the power of the holy spirit wow you're a brand new creation in him and you can do amazing things not only for your own life but for every life that you come in contact with to build god's church to get behind the effort of Christ. Jesus said he will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. But listen, he needs people like us who are empowered by him to hold this thing where it needs to go. And I promise you, God will give you everything you need, every step along the way. Mark 10, 28 through 31, then Peter began to speak up. Sign for us to speak up too, hallelujah. Can't hide our lights under the bushel for much longer. Times are too short. Peter began to speak up. We've given up everything to follow you, he said. Yes, Jesus replied. And I assure you that everyone who has given up house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or property for my sake and for the good news will receive now in return a hundred times as many houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and property, along with the persecution. So just fight through that persecution, knowing whatever you have lost, God is going to restore that. Don't demand it back from the devil. You don't want anything that the devil has. You want what Jesus has. And if you'll follow what we're talking about, Receive this clarion call to come and follow Jesus. I promise you, God's going to meet you right where you are, and you are going to overcome every obstacle you will ever face. It goes on and says, and it says, In the world to come, that person will have eternal life. People who would give up things for the cause of Christ will receive eternal life. But many who are the greatest will be the least important then. And those who seem least important now will be the greatest then. Never underestimate the influence that you're having as long as you know that you're getting up every day with the desire of your heart and making a difference in the lives of people. Those works are mighty. I believe some of us are going to get to heaven someday. We're going to look behind us. When we get to those pearly gates, and there's going to be a line of people following you, following me. Thank you for all of the works that you do for the kingdom of God. I'm going to close with this scripture here. It's found in Matthew 9, 9 through 13. It says, as Jesus was walking along, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at his tax collector booth. Now, this is the scum of the earth. A tax collector in his day was the scum of the earth says, follow me and be my disciple. He's talking to Matthew, the tax collector. Jesus said to him, and it says, so Matthew got up and followed him. Later, Matthew invited Jesus, invited Jesus and his disciples to his home as a dinner guest, along with many other tax collectors and other disreputable sinners. But when the Pharisees, those religious people, don't pay any attention to those people, When the Pharisees, or the religious people, saw this, they asked his disciples, didn't go to Jesus, said, why does your teacher eat with scum? When Jesus heard this, he overheard it, he said, healthy people don't need a doctor, sick people do. And then he added, now go and learn the meaning of this scripture. I want you to show mercy, not offer sacrifices. For I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners. So I want to go back to that real quick. I want you to show mercy, not offer sacrifices. If you're going to fight this battle for Christ, I mean, get up and bear your cross every single day. It's not about your sacrifice. Hear this by the Spirit of God. This will change your life. It's not about the sacrifice of carrying that cross not about the burden associated with that cross. It's about the mercy that that cross represents. And that mercy will be unfolded in every area of your life if you'll continue to carry that cross. Do it as unto the Lord. Don't do it waveringly. Don't do it grudgingly. Don't do it because you have to. Do it because you can, and you've been empowered by Christ to do so. And don't do it for the sake of the work. Do it for the sake of the mercy of God that will meet you every step of the way. I hope you enjoyed this series, and I hope you you accept this clarion call to come and follow Christ all the days of your life. Don't do it passively. Do it actively. Do it with all your heart. Don't lean to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. He'll continue to direct your path, but you're going to have to get up and do it every single day when you ache, when you have pains, when you get the bad news, when things go wrong, and they're going to go wrong. We've read that over the last few weeks. But you are an overcomer. You have the victory that Christ accomplished, and you have that mercy, not the burden, but the mercy that that burden represents that will cause you to overcome. I hope you enjoyed this. I want to make sure every person watching this broadcast right now has the opportunity to receive the Christ that I'm talking about tonight if you need to know Christ or you just need to renew yourself with Christ I want you to say this prayer with me just say dear heavenly father I come to you in Jesus name I ask you to forgive me for all my sins make me righteous so that I am right with you Holy Spirit come live inside of me in Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen and amen. If you said that prayer, you meant it with all your heart. Please put a little message down on the feed. Reach out to the church. Let us know. We also have some discipleship classes on our website that you can watch as well. But make sure you go out and you tell somebody that you renewed your life with Christ or you received Christ so that you can share that, that, that message with them. Become accountable somewhere. Get plugged in somewhere. Get plugged into the body of Christ. Faith Builders Church is continuing to have on-site services, uh, both at 9 a.m. and 10.30 a.m., and we'd love to have you here. We'd love to meet you if we haven't met you yet. Otherwise, you can continue to keep watching online. Pastor Barb is the speaker on Sunday mornings. She is our senior pastor, and she will have a message just for you. God bless you all. Go in peace and serve the Lord.